Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Y'all remember this? Check this out. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let me just get this off my chest, too. Check this out. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And one thing that I'm not here for is let's do it to prove Joe Namath wrong. That is not a rallying cry. The Rich Eisen Show. Zach Wilson breaks the plane. The Jets score two. Earlier on the show, two-time Super Bowl champion and host of the Greenlight Podcast, Chris Long. Coming up, Seahawks wide receiver, DK Metcalf. Plus, overreaction Monday and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. That's right. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. If you missed Chris Long in hour two or Overreaction Monday in hour two or all of our football conversations with you at 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. It re-airs on the Roku channel as soon as we're done. Uh, channel 210 is how you can catch us for free on the Roku channel, which is on Roku devices and select Samsung Smart TVs and also Amazon Fire TV. We're also free on the Roku app. And and the Roku channel.com. As soon as this show is over, Chris Brockman and I stay after class to put together another edition of Overreaction Monday, the podcast version of it. You can get that as well as all three hours of this show when you can listen on demand through the Cumulus Podcast Network, the Rich Eisen Podcast Network. We're one happy family. What the football with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask also coming up on Tuesday. Get it uh, wherever you uh, want to fill your ear gate with uh, terrific uh, conversations. Uh, eight 44204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Chris Brockman and Mike Del Tufo hey. in their usual spots. TJ Jefferson and the Dallas Cowboys all together as one happy family in, uh, in his spot right here on the program. 0-4 Bears, 0-4 Carolina Panthers. Go figure that on draft night when we saw the Panthers cash in the first overall pick for Bryce Young courtesy of the Chicago Bears saying we're sticking with Justin Fields and we're taking DJ Moore from Carolina to give to the Chicago Bears offense and make sure that Justin Fields knows he is our future and foundation and he hasn't won a game and it's now October and the Bears led 28 to 7 at home against a Broncos team staring an 0-4 start for their Super Bowl-winning head coach, Sean Payton, right in the face. Staring that in the face, down 21. They gave up 28 to the Bears after giving up 70 to the Dolphins, and just when you thought they would wrap it up, they come back and win that game. DJ Moore scored for the first time, too. In that 28 to 7 lead. Nice pitch and catch, too. And and these two teams 
are staring at the worst record in the NFL right now. Both of them are 0-4. Problem for Carolina is, is their first-round draft choice belongs to the Bears. I've done this now, football-only thing. As you know, it's the 20th season for the NFL Network. Never have I seen an opportunity like the one that the Bears have in front of them. What do you mean by opportunity, Rich? Brockman, you were on it last week. When you own the worst record in the NFL and the first-round draft choice of the other team that has the same record as you, I don't recall anybody having the opportunity to go 1-2 in an NFL draft entering October with that possibility being no question in the ether and a quarterback and wide receiver tandem available to take at the top two picks in the draft worthy of being those two picks. Yeah, buddy. I almost tweeted out during the Bears-Broncos game that the Broncos were playing like they watched Caleb Williams play (laughs) football this year. But I don't want to do that because I know Sean Payton and I know Russ Wilson and I know neither of them are in any way, shape, or form up for the idea of tanking because their legacies is a tough word to throw out there. Certainly since Sean Payton is back in his in a head coaching position for the first time, you know, in two years, and his legacy in New Orleans is cemented forever. He will never need a reservation in a restaurant there the rest of his life. He can just stroll right in and take whatever table he wants. And Russ can do the same thing, I think, in most spots in Seattle, right? But he needs to win now, and they're not tanking. And they just showed that they're, they didn't. I mean, they pulled that one out. But the Bears helped as well. Three minutes left to go in this game. Unbelievable sequence. It's a tie game. 28 apiece. Again, the Bears, after blowing this lead, have an opportunity to win this game. It is, as I said, let's get the exact time right, 2.52 to go in the game, and they are on the Denver 18. And I'm thinking they're definitely going to kick a field goal. But in this day and age, there are these analytics... And they definitely rule the day. And I'm not saying that they're insignificant or not to be listened to. But somebody must have gotten in Matty Berflus's headset and goes, "It." the analytics say, we go for it here and we win. But as uh, my colleague Cynthia Freeland on NFL Game Day Morning mentioned on Sunday, because we had a segment about these decisions that we're seeing coaches attempt. And it's amazing how... The football gods always place this in Brandon Staley's lap, it seems, week in and week out, and he takes the cheese every time. Um, That these analytics say, yeah, if you go for it, you now have an X number of percent chance better to win than if you kick a field goal. But the analytics don't choose the play call. And sometimes the play call ain't right. And Khalil Herbert on fourth and one, that wasn't working. And sure enough, the Broncos stop. And Eberflus decides to go for it. Fourth and short doesn't work in a tie game. The Bears, by the way, tried to get the Broncos to jump first. They didn't. They called timeout thinking, all right, now they're going to go for the field goal. They didn't turn down the 35-yard field goal. They don't get it. Then 
right away give up a 47-yard pass and then a field goal, and then they lose because Justin Fields throws an interception at the end. And just when you think they're going to win and they're going to walk out with Justin Fields feeling good about himself and sending Denver home 0-4 to face a Jets team that cannot wait to savage Sean Payton for his comments about Nathaniel Hackett despite his apologies. Instead, Justin Fields throws an interception to seal the loss. Russell Wilson heads home with a win, and we're all wondering what the hell is happening in Chicago. And Justin Fields has got to be sitting in there thinking, well, whatever I'm thinking, I'm not telling the media a damn thing. And this is all sitting inside that spot as they get ready for an early week Thursday night football kickoff in front of the whole nation in Washington where Sam Howell looks way better than Justin Fields has looked all season long or parts of last season. Screw fantasy football. Fantasy football doesn't mean jack. It's about playing the position in a way, yes, I'll say it, like Zach Wilson played it last night. You play it fast, and you play it quickly, and you play it efficiently, and you play it winning, and you take the layups, and you move on. And they know it's not doing it right now. They're going to get spanked at Washington unless Justin Fields can just take the game over in a way that we only saw it for, what, like a half. Home for Minnesota, home for Vegas, at the charge. I mean... And if Justin Fields wants to stay in Chicago, he better keep winning because Caleb Williams is coming to the National Football League. Oh, yeah. And Carolina, let me just say this before I move on to Caleb. Chris, sometimes your overreaction Mondays feels like you have a crystal ball. Was it two weeks ago you said C.J. Stroud that the uh, Panthers made a mistake? Last week, yeah, yeah, last week. TJ, we were talking about it before the show, too. Stroud looks nice. CJ Stroud, CJ Stroud looks more than nice. But I, when we came back from the combine, uh, I'm like, okay, Bryce Young didn't spin it. But you know who did? Richardson and Stroud. And, yep. you know, Stroud looks superb. I mean, he looks like offensive rookie of the year. He looks like he's getting it. And by the way, for a defensive head coach who hands, I imagine, the offense off to Bobby Slowick, their their offensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans is just making – he's making a case right now for great hire. Defensive head coaches can certainly have good offenses by handing it off to somebody in a way that Eberflus is not showing in Chicago right now with Justin Fields. Stroud looks really, really good. The Texans are 2-2. Two and two. This kid looks like the light is on, not making rookie mistakes. And, of course, as I reminded uh, my Ohio State friends this very morning, he has a breakout Michigan receiver to throw to. Nico Collins, Tank Dell. Coming out party. Okay, they are looking really good in Houston. And then Anthony Richardson comes back from his concussion and damn near beat the Rams from 20 points down. That was a fun game to watch. Damn near beats the Rams from 20 points down, throwing it around. When he gets ahead of steam going, that's a business decision standing in front of him, too. And so with Richardson looking the way that he has looked when healthy, and guess what? He actually finished the game healthy for the first time in his young NFL career. 
and Indianapolis is taking on Tennessee, that is going to be a fun Week 5 game, gents. Jonathan Taylor coming back. What's going on with Maybe? him? I, I, I cannot imagine they're going to do what, like healthy scratch him? He's going to play unless he wants to like sit out and hold out. Why would he play for a team that he wants to be traded for? Because he's got to play. And he's got to show everyone, I'm healthy, come get me. Or, guess what? He could be the running back on an AFC cent, uh, South, almost said Central, uh, contending team. Which, by the way, the Colts are. With a kid who is really dynamic. So you could just play it out and hope that by the end of this month you do get traded if 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 that happens. You just gotta play it day by day. Look at this division. Two and two and two and two and two and two. I think I said that right. Meanwhile, Carolina's own four, and they don't have a first round pick, and Bryce Young looks lost. Lost. He, he, he looks like a rag doll getting thrown around. And this is a week after Andy Dalton showed this is how it's done. Yeah. DJ Chark is here and Adam Thielen's here. And so the one thing that Bryce Young is fortunate about, for sure, outside of the fact that I love Frank Reich and I think they've got the coaching staff to figure this thing out personally. But the one thing that, at least put it this way, that he's lucky to have that Justin Fields doesn't have is the fact that his team doesn't have a first-round pick. They used it to go get him. The Bears have one in their back pocket. And we might be sitting here next January saying, do you get Marvin Harrison for Justin Fields and then you trade the pick to go for someone else to get Caleb Williams and then use all that to build around DJ Moore and Justin Fields? And... Marvin Harrison Jr., and the answer to that, I can tell you right now, will be most emphatically, nah. They are not going to earn the number one overall pick again with Justin Fields and have Caleb Williams staring in the face and say, we will stick with Justin Fields, trade that pick for a bounty, and then use the second overall pick that we get from Carolina on a receiver for Justin Fields. That ain't happening. And Iberflus has got to know that too because he won't be around either if this happens because of what Caleb Williams looks like. Let me spend a few minutes on this. So, of course, I'm watching USC versus Colorado because I'm rooting like crazy for prime. And it is the first game I'm watching from start to finish this year of USC football. I've seen the highlights. I've seen enough of the highlights to come on the air. I think it was week one, right? The one where Caleb Williams dropped the like, snap and picked it up. Yeah, yeah. Picked, and then ran all the way around. Picked it up like yeah. it had a handle on it, like a suitcase. Yeah. And then he runs around and then finds his receiver in stride for a touchdown. And I said then, this kid's winning back-to-back Heismans. And then you guys push back. Hasn't happened since Archie Griffin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not a thing that normally happens, but yeah. Right. And there's a ton of other talented kids, including, you know, my quarterback at Michigan should get some run for this conversation. I think he should show up in Manhattan the way that J.J. McCarthy's playing if he finishes the season in this manner as well. And a lot of other kids that deserve spots in Manhattan. But this kid is winning it again. Period. End of story. And the number of times that I've heard the comparison, I got to say, 
he does look like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he looks like him physically. He looks like him, you know, improvisationally. He looks like he's got the legs and, man, the arm angles, the way that he's throwing it, the way that he's flipping it out there to people. Just like Mahomes, just like Mahomes on Sunday night, I'm telling you, it's not fair to say this about that kid when you're talking about somebody as special and unicorn-like in Mahomes, but holy cow. Six touchdowns, one interception. The interception was bad. He even was smiling about it, knowing he made a terrible throw. And it helped Colorado keep in the game and prime. I don't know what your OC was doing calling three straight run plays when you needed the ball multiple times, no timeouts left, three straight run plays like, you know, a walk in the park like there was another quarter to be played. Um, And certainly with this kid, I, I don't know how you were going to get the ball back. I guess, you know, onside kick it, which they attempted to do and it didn't work. This kid's the number one overall pick in the draft, period, end story. I mean, it's not even, well, not it's even, not even close. close. Through five games, that was his first pick of the year. He right. has 21 touchdowns in five games, 1,600 yards, 75% completion percentage. And I'll tell you what, if Justin Fields wants out of Chicago, this is the perfect way to do it. <laughs> but why wouldn't they do what TJ said earlier, is get ahead of it if you're the Bears and try to, try to shop Fields right now? Maybe. Maybe. And I know what you're saying, Atlanta? Would be the spot you would send him to? I mean, that's just that's one a fun spot. By the way, bro, uh, I'll take him. <laughs> Arthur Smith said today <laughs> I bet you that it's still Desmond Ritter's job. He didn't think about pulling him in London after two terrible oh, back-to-back throws for interceptions. One is a pick it. six. Crazy. It looked it, and and all I keep thinking of for, with that situation is, boy, would Taylor Heineke be able to win some games there and maybe I even win so. the division this year with the current roster that they have and how special Bijan Robinson is. As Arthur Smith referred to Bijan as Allen Iverson with the ball. Well, did you hey, see him, dude? Put that dude on skates. Uh, he's 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 really special. Yeah, and they take him out sometimes. Like, you why know, do they take him out of the red zone? What a favor you're doing to the for the other team. Doing? But again, you know, I don't know. I'm not standing on the sideline. I don't know scheme. I don't know if he needs. You, you know, said, if he's knows, gassed. Yeah, I have no I idea. But Heineke's not the long-term answer. I have no idea if Fields is either. That would be a particularly provocative move for Atlanta. To go mid-season, go ahead and get this kid. I don't think that is, that's happening. But, man, is Caleb Williams all that and a biscuit. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. And he's better in college than Mahomes was at Texas Tech. That's a fact, too. Not that I watched a ton of Texas Tech games, but I think, you know, speaking to any NFL scout, they'll tell you the same thing. Yeah. So... What a wild first four weeks. I I thought, like, the reason why Caleb Williams is saying he's he's sticking around is because he's telling Arizona, don't you dare think about picking me. Because <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury is sitting in that locker room in his quarterback room whispering, you have no idea how crazy it is there. But right now, this, you know, Arizona, Arizona looks like uh, world beaters compared to the Bears right now. They're about to go a hard 0-5 with a big Lulu of a step after that. They haven't, you know, they haven't even played the Lions yet. What do you think they're going to do with David Monk, uh, with uh, Monk, Montgomery when they go to Chicago? Are they going to run him 40 times? What do you think? <laughs> I hope not. How many times is that going to happen? Gibbs will get a little bit of love. How many times is that going to happen? They'll run him 40 times. You know? Detroit's going to Chicago. They had Chicago in their house week 11. 
And then they're at Chicago week 14. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, for Colorado, though, uh, just to finish up that thought, too, I I thought their second half against USC, um, I know this sounds crazy, that might have been one of their best halves of the season. And I know they beat TCU, and I know what they did against Nebraska in the second half, and I know, obviously, what happened against Colorado State. But that was a good second half. That's one of those things that where they became a team, and they realized that, you know, without Travis Hunter, they can still hang with people like USC, and, and, and Prime found some guys. I think Prime found some guys, and he also knows which guys are going to absolutely find Louis Vuitton luggage. He knows it right now. And that's why he says, you better get us now when we're not as good. You know, so he knows it. He gets it. And I can't wait to see how the rest of this season goes. That was a good half of football for them. They damn near pulled it off. It was a fun game. It was a fun game. And it looked like this was going to be Oregon all over again and just get steamrolled. But no, I, I think he found some guys. And I think he found some guys who wanted it. And I bet you he delivered that message in the locker room at halftime. You guys want to play? Well, you better show it to me in the second half. And I think a lot of them did. They definitely did. A lot of them they did. could have just packed it up, Rich. They could have packed those Louis bags up and went like, all right, next week. This kid's never Well, anybody who wants to pack up their Louis bags right now and say next week, I think we'll find themselves off campus. <laughs> That's good Actually. Point. You know. He's taking names. He's seeing. He sees everything. So. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial. DK Metcalf still to come. And why in the world... Does Brock Purdy still get no love? I don't get it. He gets love from Niner Nation, but outside of it, everyone's like, oh, okay. You're just rolling out the footballs for him. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, 
helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Went to Coldplay Saturday night in the Rose Bowl. Unbelievable. You guys ever seen a concert in the Rose Bowl? Ever seen no. music in the Rose Bowl? Yes, no. in the Rose Bowl. Who'd you see there? You too. That had to be incredible. It was amazing. The Claw. The big show. Oh, yeah? You know, I see the I saw the video from the Sphere Jeez, on Friday night in Vegas. I am going next week. Are you I'm really excited? Okay, it looks amazing. It looks pretty sphere. cool. Yeah, uh, it it that looks unreal. Yeah, I'm gonna have to mask up and go in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Should I be worried that I'm part of the? I'm, yeah, I mean, you, yeah. You should you should mask up. By the way, this has nothing to do with uh, you know COVID. No, it's got to do with the facial recognition in the Rich Eisen show. You by. Proxy of me. Oh yeah, you're carping on, on list, Sphere Mike. owner on Mike uh, James Dolan. What is that? Phase five, or you don't want to get phase five? <laughs> you don't want to be phase five. Phase five. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a Kevin there. The Vegas Kevin. The Vegas Kevin doesn't want to tap you on the shoulder. He will drag but you. But nothing, out. nothing is like the Rose Bowl. Rose I mean, obviously, I am so biased, having you know, covered games there in college and it's then cool been place. there. Oh my goodness gracious, it's just beautiful. It's the mountains over the, yeah. the uh, when the sun goes down over the edge. Oh it's my like, gosh! Yeah, and it's just again, Coldplay is amazing. And they're really good live. Well, Chris Martin is just I. I mean, I just got cardio watching him run around, and you just feel the love that he has for for the fans and whatever. It's it's just great. It's awesome. So that was great. The only thing that wasn't great was the uh, getting home around quarter to twelve, say, and then really? the game day morning was, alarm yeah. going off at four. Oh man! Yeah, I was a zombie last night. Yeah, oh. yeah. you had to stay out of dad's way at home last night. <laughs> so I might just walk into a wall, you know. But it was worth it. it was worth What's it. Your we, we brought all song? kids. Uh, oh gosh, I don't know. We talked about this with Susie the other day. I mean, the, the scientist is great. We just love Vita La Vita. Trouble. All of it. It's great. All of it's great. Trouble's great. Oh, Trouble. fix you. That's fix it. You. Fix you is right. amazing. Had all the kids there, too. So it makes me sad. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. 49ers, as I say, look like they're the best team in football. And then the Rams sitting there at 2-2. Two and two, And the Rams have already beaten this team. So this is a big game tonight for the Seattle Seahawks at 2-1, and one, and the Giants don't want to go. You don't want to go 1-3 and three mm. with your own 4-0 and o team sitting at the top of your division. So lots on the line on Monday Night Football. I'll be at the Westwood One Studio Radio mic uh, for Monday Night Football with Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner calling Seattle versus New York. And one of the best in the business joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show, wide receiver DK Metcalf. How you been, DK? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Well, I'm great. Uh, better to see you. First time we're Zooming with you. Normally you're on the phone. I'm hearing, exactly. your, I'm hearing yes. your teammates Feel running free. around, you know, uh, Pete Carroll's on a scooter or whatever. You know, it's all sorts of holy heck breaking loose. Now it's just us, you know? Right. Now I like it. Uh, and, and also, I, I, I wanted to talk with somebody who has the script for the season. What happens Monday? What happens in the script? Uh, you see it? Man, they told me, when they told me, uh, I mean, when they gave me the script, they made me sign an NDA, so I can't oh. say for the rest of the season. So. Legal ramifications? Is that what you're giving me right here? They they called me early, so they knew uh, we weren't going to say anything. So Okay. But I all I know is I saw your acting chops and your acting classes and skills on display, DK. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. I, I took uh, a lot of pride in doing that. Okay, right. And uh, Keegan-Michael Cage, you get any, any pickup from him? 
you pick anything uh, up from no, him? No, they they had us all there uh, separately. So they did a lot of, a lot of stand-ins. Yes. So there was no there was no one else there from the commercial when you shot your thing. Yeah, it was just me. It was my time. So you and so you that's no that's your acting skills right there. Yes, sir. Okay. A lot of, a lot of visualization. A lot of <laughs> not there without being there. You don't have to drop acting terms on me, DK. I know you're an actor already. Okay, that was acting class terminology. I I can pick that stuff up. I see that. Okay, you were you were visualizing. You were you were channeling your inner self, right? Is that what you were doing? Right. Were, were you I, had to bring, I had to bring DK out. Okay, had, I had like it. it. You were yes, channeling. You were visualizing. I love it. It was great to see you in that spot. You deserve it, man. <laughs> You deserve that. Uh, how's everything go, uh, going so far this year? What do you got for me uh, on that? I mean, we started out pretty good. Um, Football-wise, everything's going pretty good. Um, you know, we need to uh, keep this winning streak alive. Uh, like you mentioned, Monday night. Uh, off the field, uh, things have uh, been very well. I've made a couple of uh, investments on, on in some uh, tech companies uh, here coming up. So uh, looking forward to, um, you know, that uh, the next coming uh, few years. But other than that, man, just oh, I take ASL now on my off days. What's that? Uh, American Sign Language. Okay. What what so, what what uh, what caused you to do that? Um, I mean, I kept getting flags for my mouthing, so got to <laughs> sign my uh, talking now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, is that why? Really? Yes, That's what I got to do, man, to keep myself busy. <laughs> But don't, I mean, okay. What happens if you get an official that knows what ASL is and you, so you, oh, we'll, I just, I'll just be talking to him on the, uh, on the side. Okay. We'll have our own dialogue. Oh yeah. my gosh. There's somebody else to talk to. You are one of a kind DK Metcalf. You are one of one. Oh man. Okay. So that's what you're up to. Um, yes. and so walk me through, uh, what happened end of the first ha- end of the game in week one, when you hardly gained a yard against the Rams, and then all of a sudden you showed up in Detroit and handed the Lions their only loss of the season. What what, what was that about, DK? Uh, I mean, we just say those are two different two different teams. Uh, we had one bad half of football this whole year, so um, you know, out of the first three games, I would say that's three times four is twelve. So ten quarters, we we put together you know some some pretty good football, but those last two uh, quarters in the first, in week one were just not us. Uncharacteristic play. Um, you know, from I think everybody across the board, uh, effort wise, you know, playmaking wise, it just wasn't there. So, um, I mean, just a good wake up call that it happened week one. So, you know, we can rein in everything and just get back to, uh, you know, zero and we can go from there. What was that flight to Detroit like for you? Uh, I mean, I slept the whole flight. So, oh. I, yeah, I fall asleep pretty easy on flights. <sighs> yeah, flights are not my thing. I cannot fall asleep on a plane, DK. I simply cannot. <laughs> Give me a pill and I'm out. Are you serious? Just a yes, pill? Sir. How tall are you? How tall are you? How tall are you? Four. So you can just fold yourself in a plane seat with a pillow and that's it? Yes, sir. All I need is the lay down. Lay down uh, chairs that we got in first class. Okay. So there wasn't any sort of visualizing or affirmation or anything like that on this flight. Your own one. You come off of that awful half and now you're going to Detroit. They had just beaten Kansas City. I know you guys had a, um, you know, a big game there last year, but there there was none of that, huh? On your team? No. Yeah. No, we we knew uh the task at hand and we knew what we had to do. Um Bobby actually brought us up Wednesday or Thursday of uh that week's practice and was like, Hey, last week's over. 
time to change our focus to Detroit. Let's get out here and compete and work our butts off just so we can go over there, you know, hand them their first L. So Wagner called who together? Who did he uh, call? We were about to stretch, and then he called everybody up. He felt like the team, uh, the energy uh, was low. So he called us up, gave us pep talk, and then we got right. The whole team? Whole team. Does he tell Pete, hey, I want to talk, or he just does it? No, nah, it just happened out the blue because we were literally in our stretch lines, and uh, Ivan, our strength coach, was about to blow the whistle. And Bobby just said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Everybody come up. Everybody come up, man. I was going to even ask you, what's it like having Bobby Wagner back? But I guess you answered that question, DK. I mean, week two, dub, just having B-Wags back. So I, I think without his leadership, you know, it would have been a, a, a way tougher game. But, you know, just having him um, a player's coach on the other side of the uh, ball and in the uh, locker room, I think it's good for me and a lot of young players. And so what do you think uh, people pick up from him? DK. Uh, how to be a professional. Uh, he's always here, always watching film. He's never like just killing his time doing nothing. He's always being productive, you know, with his time, whether that's watching film or talking to the coaches or, you know, eating the right food or working out. He's just always doing something productive to where he's never going to stay the same. And is that where you're also picking up stuff where you, you mentioned at the top of this chat, uh, you're investing in tech companies and things like that. You're picking up the cue from Bobby on that too? Yes, sir. Well, Bobby and Russ were two big uh, people who I saw, you know, take their business to the next level off, outside of uh, football, just with their investments and, you know, their business savvy uh, mindset. Uh, it's something that I picked up from both of them, uh, you know, my my first three, four years here. Okay. And now that's what you're up to right now. And Geno Smith, I just seeing, you know, I, I was watching inside the NFL and I saw him go up, I believe, to Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, and just talk to him and say that, you know, we need you because it looked like the kid was getting down on himself. DK, what 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 does Gino provide on that front that you you get maybe either from him or you witness yourself? Uh, I mean, it's just another aspect, especially from, you know, the starting quarterback coming up to you and you're a rookie and, you know, you're not having the production that you think you should be having. Just another uh, voice to hear from and another person in his corner just to tell him that, you know, he's the best in the world at what he does. and He's great at playing receiver, catching the ball, running after the catch. So, you know, just be him. Uh, you're going to have games like that to where, you know, you may not get a catch or you may get one or two catches. But, you know, if the team wins, then, you know, we can move on and correct, you know, the little stuff uh, later. What is, uh, I guess, going on in, with him that you can share? Because, again, he's one of the most talented. Again, you know, I'm a, I'm a Wolverine, so I was very pleased to see him leave college. Um, he's one of the most talented kids I've seen at the position. Um, and we've, I don't even know if he scratched the surface yet, DK. What can yeah, you tell me I about mean, that? Yeah. And that's just a good thing. Uh, you know, he hasn't even scratched the surface of his potential of what he's going to do in this league. Um, and you know, we're winning right now. So just adding him more into the mix and, you know, into the play calls and when he catches the ball and he gets to display who he is, I think it's going to just open up our offense, open up our playbook that much more. But, uh, you know, the step one is just getting him the ball. DK Metcalf, a few minutes left with him right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What does it mean to play on Monday night for you? Uh, I mean, just growing up watching Monday night football, especially, you know, going to the Giants, uh, you know, a, a very um, good football team, a, a great franchise. Um, I mean, you know, it's going to be great uh, just playing on Monday night, um, you know, in the NFL, and it's going to be the only game on. Not We're done with these doubleheaders, uh, you know, when the Seahawks <laughs> Did you not like those double headers to two games at once? Did you uh, know? I I didn't like flipping back and forth. Like it's Monday, it should be one game on the TV. Okay, 
That's your two cents on that. You don't, because I was told, you know, like more football for the fans is better. If one game's bad, there's another one. You don't like that, is what you're saying. Just give me two teams and let them duke it out. Okay. So I'm just looking down the schedule here. You got your bye week after this one, right? You got any plans for that? Uh, No, not yet. Okay. And then you're at Cincinnati. You're home for Arizona. And then you're home for Cleveland. Um, Yes, sir. You know, do you know who's the defensive coordinator for Cleveland, DK? Uh, no, sir. Who he once it? told you he reminded you of Calvin Johnson. Uh, Schwartz. Yeah. 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 Do you want him to It'll walk up to you and say that to you again, DK? Before the nah, game? I mean, it'll probably be the same result. But that's okay. <laughs> I don't think he's going to talk to you, personally. No, nah, I wouldn't talk to me neither. I, <laughs> I don't like talking to people or the opposing team before the game. Is that right? Yes, sir. Nobody should approach you? Nobody? No, we're enemies right now. Okay. And that's the way I look at it. Yeah. All right, at Baltimore and down the line. Then you got Thanksgiving at Dallas. You got a few uh, coming up that the whole country is watching. So exactly, yes, sir. All right, very good. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, I know I've asked you this before, but now I get to actually see your face when you respond. Is it true you eat candy every day? Is that true? You eat candy? Yes, sir. I eat some form of candy. No, that's what you can. Come on, you, you know what do you mean? Every day. Yeah, every day. What do you do? What, so give me, like, what's what's the candy that you eat today, DK? What is it? This morning I have, like, five hot shoes and meetings and then the peach, the peach rings. Peach rings? That's your choice? Like, if you had to choose, all right. I walked into the meeting room, and they were just laying on the table, like, a free-for-all. I'm just going to taste it out, see how the candy tastes today. All right. Top five candies. If you could choose. Candies for you to walk into a meeting room and it's there. Top five DK Metcalf candies. Go. Uh, Skittles gummies, the purple bag. Then we're going to go octopus by trolley. Then we're going to go all stars by trolley. And then we may swing it back around and let's go. I found this new candy called Chuckles. They're called Chuckles. Yeah. They're a gummy. Yeah. They're like dots. DK, I, I had them it. when I was a kid, Chuckles. It comes in like a, it comes in like this rectangle pack that's covered with yeah, cellophane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. It, yeah. It's like in some sort of cardboard, like little slots, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So They're I'll, amazing. I'll add those. Yeah. That's number five, four. Okay. And at number five, I'm going to round it out. Ooh. Yeah, baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Halloween's coming up. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was wondering if it, you, but uh, but you're partial to the, the simple sugars, is what you're saying. Yeah. The, the simple sugars. God. If I could just have one. F- Fifth of your metabolism. That would be unbelievable. I would just, you, uh, you know, say it again. You got it, man. Oh, okay, I'll take it. Just hand it off to me. Okay. Go out and eat candy one day. Oh, you and I get yeah, come down to L.A. We'll go hang out with some candy, and then we'll do some we'll do some running to work it off. And then you'll just pick exactly. me up and you'll take me to the hospital. Hey, listen, DK, thank you very much for this time. I look forward to seeing you on Monday Night Football. Always love our chats. Let's do this down the line. And, uh, and you know, uh, if that NDA runs out, tell me how the script works at the end of the year, okay? DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. Going to go pick up spare candy sitting around right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Chuckles, you had those, right, Mike, back at a kid? Remember Chuckles? Chuckles were big. Those were great. Those were great. Oh, chuckles. my gosh. Can you imagine having Chuckles and these candies and you look like DK Metcalf? No. Uh, honestly, I would look like Chuckles.
Not that chuckle. I'd look like Jiminy Glick. Chuckles the clown. <laughs> Jiminy Glick. I just told these guys, Rich, if I was built like DK Metcalf, my entire life would be different. You think? Don't you think? Oh, yeah. Everything would have been different. Yeah. You'd be playing uh, Monday night. You wouldn't be sitting here, though. Well, I might be too old right, right. now. Like, okay, that's true. You'd be retired by now. All right. Uh, let us take a break. And uh, I want to talk about the 49ers going out the door. How about them apples? Let's Phone calls. 844-204-RICH. Number to John. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show on a Ooh. busy Monday. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Very rarely do I use this uh, time on the air to talk about future shows and what we should do. You know, an overreaction Monday topic should be me doing the jet schedule of Zach Wilson keeps playing like this win loss i mean he did make the play that lost the game though well yes no it, it didn't lose the game it lost possession the play that lost the game was the official calling holding on Sauce okay Gardner. but don't you think i your play better than the ref's ref i know mm -hmm. so i never liked that saying by the way that's from Chuck uh, Nolpe. I, like I know, but it's like, what if the it's refs the are truth, truly though. awful? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> I, we should have Rod Woodson back on. <laughs> Every yeah. game Just to awful, say, though. did anybody pose that question to Chuck Nolpe when he would tell you? <laughs> the, when he would tell the future <laughs> Hall of Famers. He said, again, that's that funny. story was when he got to the league and there were still all those Hall of Famers from the Steelers mm -hmm. in the locker room. And he would tell the guys, hey, play better than the refs ref. They're going to. They're going to screw something up today, so just don't give them the opportunity to have it change the game. And 
Hey, Ron, did anybody ever pipe up and say, but but they're terrible, Coach? <laughs> they're just, yeah. they're terrible. <laughs> they really stay. Really There's only so much we can do. Yeah. I thought you'd like that idea of, That's like, funny. if Zach plays well in Denver oh. next weekend. I for overreaction cry. Monday. I'll be in London. You'll be here, but we're we're still going to do it. Yeah, sure. Where I'll do the win-loss game. I'm into that idea. Based on how Zach is playing. How about this? Chargers have a bye this week. Should I pick up Zach for fantasy? I mean, oh, do you want to win? I, I don't know do you want to win fantasy? That's, that's the question. That's a tall order, pal. Who else? We the Dolphins have. are beginning. I mean, the Broncos are beginning smoked by quarterbacks. That's true. This year. Yeah, go ahead, do it. <laughs> do it. 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 Oh, great segment. I mean, they're all great. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Folks, if you are looking for tickets to a sporting event or a concert or anything that's in your area, comedy, theater events, game time tickets is your spot. They are partners of our program, and we all have game time accounts. We all see how easy it is to use. Takes the guesswork out of buying tickets, last minute tickets, flash deals. They got zone deals. All in prices, they show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. You can buy tickets in seconds with two taps. We know how, you know, three taps, three tap tickets? You don't want the that. Boop. Absolutely nope. not. Uh-uh. It's so easy. Again, I'm currently circling, monitoring scissor tickets here in Los Angeles, California <laughs> for, uh, for Zan. Um, and I'm seeing every single day what the prices are, the all-in pricing, and how it's different from the day before. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Restrictions apply. Visit GameTime.co for terms. Again, create an account, redeem the code RICH for $20 off. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Uh, Jeremiah in Alaska. Let's take your phone call. Do it. Your old spot, your old haunting ground, Chris. Nine oh seven. Where, where in uh, Alaska are you calling in from, Jeremiah? He's up. Uh oh. Uh oh. I think he's staring at Russia from his house. Nice. That's what he's not doing. All right. Uh, let's go to Tony in Oregon. Your take your phone call. What's up, Tony? Tony. Hey, thanks for taking the call, you guys. Uh, I I have two flags that fly in front of my house. Uh, one is undefeated, and one is winless. We'll start with the winless Chicago Bears. Going into that, this is the first time I bought the NFL ticket because I thought this was the upside year for this team. Obviously, it's not. I mean, that first half was looking so good. Put up or shut up for Justin Fields. He was putting up 16 consecutive passes. Set the record for the Bears. Yeah. Not really much. I guess we probably really haven't had much of a quarterback. I love you, Jim McMahon. Uh, hey, uh, I, I, Caleb Williams. Michael Penix, Bo Nix, I take any of those guys over Justin right now. I just don't think he's got it. Uh, I, I think it was just a, a fact of the the Broncos just being that bad. Uh, uh, let me guess. Let me guess the other flag. Let me guess the other flag. The other flag. Uh, you fly for winning, not clicks. Is that true? That is very true. Rick. Okay, got uh, it. Figured it out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where you're calling uh, hey. in from? I just wonder, what do you guys feel about that game? Both teams going into that game uh, on a bye week. I think that's going to be a hell of a matchup. I'm actually really worried about Washington. I watched uh, them play against Arizona. That offense is very fundamentally sound, and it's very creative. And oh, yeah. it's got me a little worried. You should. But, uh, I, you know, you've got a heck of a team, too, man. Um, you know, and I, I can't wait to see this all play out. Oregon, USC, Washington, just in this time zone alone, obviously UCLA and Utah, 
Oregon State also in your state that you're calling in from Washington State. This is just unbelievable. And thanks for the call, Tony, that the Pac-12 is must-see TV two years too late. Two years too late. If this was 2020, 2019, then the Pac-12 wouldn't have broken up. I think you can safely say that, right? If everyone's in 2019, 2020 saying, this is, we got to get it, we got to see it, I can't wait to see it. If Dion was in Colorado in 2019, 2020, but uh, timing's everything in life, isn't it? Chris Brockman. Hey, Rich. You, the other day, when I came on this show two Fridays ago, saying, hey, this team that just beat the crap out of the New York football giants in San Francisco, they got this kid at quarterback playing like he's a most valuable player, but he will not be named as such. And I also included as part of Brock Purdy's value the fact that that he is on a rookie contract (laughs) born out of being the last pick in a draft. So you have a room to run if you are John Lynch and sign all your other studs and win now because Brock Purdy's playing like he's a first overall pick, but he is the most relevant Mr. Irrelevant ever. He is playing to the point where you may, we, we, you know, and I, I, I love the folks behind this, how are you going to call anybody Mr. Irrelevant ever again? He is he is busting up that nickname because of the way he is playing. And at the time, and I mentioned MVP and and how valuable he is for this team at this point because the way he is playing, the words Trey and Lance aren't uttered anywhere. Anywhere. Forget about Sam Darnold. Hey, let's get Sam out there because he's struggling. Like Desmond Ritter's struggling in year two. His fellow draft classmate in London throwing picks on back-to-back possessions to the point where they got to get Taylor Heineke in there. That's a legitimate conversation in Atlanta that Arthur Smith addressed today. Sam Darnold is sitting there. Another former number three overall quarterback sitting there, and his name's not even mentioned, not even a whisper of it. And then the coach and the general manager who were behind the selection of Trey Lance by trading a whole ton of draft capital to go get him, they are rewarded with contract extensions as opposed to shown the door, like most coaches and general managers who are part of a failed venture, as explosive as that would normally be. And the reason why is because of the way Brock Purdy is playing another piece of his value. Chris, you said to me last week his odds of being MVP were 18-1 to 1 at that point in time, if I'm not mistaken. What are his odds right now, Chris? 25 to 1. What in the hell is happening in the town where Mo Green does not have a plaque or a signpost despite him founding it? So that's eighth best in the NFL right now. How have they gone down? Do you want to guess the players in front of him? I don't because I don't care. Oh, that's a little harsh. Christian McCaffrey's 20 to 1. Justin Herbert playing really well, 18 to 1. Lamar Jackson, 11 to 1. Jalen Hurts seven to one. Patrick Mahomes eleven to two. Two of five to one. Josh Allen four to one. And all in all seriousness, I was just joking before. They they are worthy of being in this conversation. I and think so. part of the reason why Purdy's numbers may have gone down is because McCaffrey's have gone up because he scored four times 
And Christian McCaffrey had an opportunity to score a fifth time in the Sunday win. And his 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 performance is unbelievable. 177 yards from scrimmage. Um, he broke Jerry Rice's franchise record by scoring a touchdown in his 13th straight game, including the playoffs. He also has an all-time record in his sights. Um, he has the opportunity to score a touchdown in um, a record 15 straight games, which would tie the record since the merger held by John Riggins and O.J. Simpson. Those are Hall of Famers. And McCaffrey is in clearly a great spot, and he is terrific. Earlier on in this program, I asked Chris Long, who's the MVP of this team? He named Fred Warner. But let me just keep making a case for this kid who set a record for completion percentage in the history of the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday. He missed one of his 21 passes. I'll say it again, 20 of 21, Brock Purdy in this year's football game. That is a record. By the way, uh, 49ers, I just haven't looked it up. They've had some pretty good quarterbacks. <laughs> I think so. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's not missing. He's not missing, and he's not making the mistakes at times in games when, say, a team like the Cardinals creeps close and then he provides more fuel for their fire with the gasoline in the form of a giveaway. He doesn't do it. And here come the Dallas Cowboys to prove all of what I've just said inoperative and they have the tools to do it. I cannot wait for Sunday. (laughs) Brock Purdy is that guy and the sooner we realize it's not a system and it's not the guys around him it is part of it but he's part of them and the question is can he do it anymore and did they make the right move moot questions moot my two cents on that subject matter I want to thank today's guest, DK Metcalf, and I want to thank as well Chris Long. Uh, We are looking to reschedule Devontae Adams. We also have Matt LaFleur on the program tomorrow with in-studio guests Gerald McCoy of NFL Game Day Morning. Lewis Black's going to be here tomorrow, gents. I've never met him. I'm a huge fan of his. I cannot wait to meet him and have him here. David Spade on Wednesday as well. That's how we're rolling into Monday Night Football Right here on many of these stations, I'll be at the microphone in the studio with Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner with the call of Seahawks and Giants. That wraps up this Monday edition of The Rich Eisen Show. 